This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. The strike at GM continues as UAW locals vote on whether or not to approve the new labor contract. Some locals are rejecting it while others are approving it, but we will not have the final results until 4 p.m. on Friday. Meanwhile, yet another UAW official pleaded guilty to accepting kickbacks and bribes. Jeff Pytrek was a top aide to former UAW Vice President Joe Ashton, and it sure looks like federal investigators will now go after Ashton. Pytrek is the 10th union official to be convicted in the scandal, and this investigation has no end in sight. Tesla is going to report its third quarter earnings later this evening, and analysts are expecting the company to post record sales, but still lose money, even though Elon Musk promised the company would break even. Analysts are concerned about falling sales of the Model X and S, which bring in a lot more revenue per vehicle than Model 3s. Hey, are people driving more carefully? Traffic fatalities in the U.S. dropped 2.4% last year, with 36,560 people killed, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So far this year, they're down another 3.4%. And it's an across-the-board drop, with fatalities involving cars, light trucks, heavy trucks, and motorcycles all down. No one really knows why they're dropping. Safety advocates claim it's because of better safety technology. Police departments claim it's because of better enforcement. And we say these numbers always vary from year to year. It's better to look at the trend lines, not one year's results. And the trend lines all point to fewer fatalities. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dana. People finding a better way. Make or buy. That's a big decision for car companies when it comes to batteries for electric cars. Most OEMs plan to buy packs from suppliers but some are looking at making them in-house, and that includes FCA, which is investing 50 million euros to assemble battery packs using cobots at its manufacturing complex in Torino, Italy. FCA is going to build a new electric-powered Fiat 500 at its Mirafiori plant there next year, with the goal of making 80,000 of them a year. And it's going to make electric versions of the Maserati Gran Turismo and Gran Cabrio at a nearby assembly plant. FCA does not sell any BEVs in Europe right now, so this is part of its plan to catch up. We often cite the World Harmonized Light Duty Vehicle Test Procedure, or WLTP, when we're reporting on the range of electric vehicles. It replaces the older, less accurate NEDC test, but the WLTP is still not as difficult as the EPA test. To clear up any confusion between these two procedures, here's an easy conversion we'd li- we like to use that we got from inside EVs. If you divide the WLTP number by 1.121, you'll get a pretty good idea of what the EPA figure would be. For example, 
The Renault Master fuel cell that we reported on yesterday has an estimated range of 350 kilometers. Divide that by 1.121 and you get 312.2 kilometers. Convert that to miles and you get about 194. So anytime you hear someone quote WLTP, divide that by 1.21 to get a better real world number. Okay, we got a lot of news coming from the Tokyo Auto Show. Honda showed off its all new 2020 fit and it's hugely different from the outgoing model. Honda says it offers better driver and passenger comfort with better visibility, better seats and ride comfort and new technology. Honda is offering five different trim levels like the standard run-of-the-mill basic model all the way up to the Cross Star which has an adventurous look, good for city and off-road driving. Honda Sensing, which is what Honda calls its suite of safety technology, was updated with a front-facing camera which is now standard on all trim levels. The new fit also has an optional hybrid version with two motors and the 2020 fit is expected to go on sale in February. Mazda officially unveiled its MX-30 electric vehicle, which to our surprise has suicide doors and no B-pillar. Instead, the structure is built right into the doors and that allows for a much bigger door opening. The new EV also gets unusual but modern materials like soft, airy seats made from polyethylene recycled bottles or the tray that's made with cork that's under the floating center console. Even though the MX-30 is a new EV concept, it still retains Mazda Sky Active driving technology, but now they call it eSky Active. Dana is a global automotive supplier. Since 1904, we have been finding a better way by providing technologies that propel our vehicles into the future. And today, we are developing the technologies that are driving tomorrow's electrified vehicles. Dana, people finding a better way. Okay, more news from Tokyo. Nissan is showing off a bit of the automaker's future design direction with the Aria concept. You'll see that it expands on several design elements from the IMX concept that was first shown in 2017. Some of the design language Nissan keys in on with the Aria are the wide front fenders, thin LED headlamps, and the grille, which Nissan is calling a shield on its electric vehicle and has a subtle geometric pattern that reveals itself when light shines on it. As for the interior, Nissan said it was going for a pure, clean look. A large 12.3-inch display screen dominates the interior, while the HVAC controls sit flush-mounted at the lower part of the dashboard. The Aria also has twin electric motors for all-wheel drive, but Nissan does not talk about the possible size of the battery or the range. Subaru unveiled a new wagon called the Lavorg Prototype. And while it's called a prototype, this vehicle looks production ready to us. Powering the car is a new 1.8 liter horizontally opposed direct injection turbo engine. The Lavorg is equipped with the latest version of the company's EyeSight Advanced Driver Assistance System, which features hands-free driving in traffic jams. The production version of the Lavorg goes on sale in Japan in the second half of 2020. Mitsubishi showed off a couple of funky-looking concepts. First up is the MyTech, which features dune buggy-like design. 
It's a plug-in hybrid that comes with a gas turbine engine, which can run on a number of different fuels, including diesel, kerosene, and alcohol. The powertrain also includes a four-motor electric four-wheel drive system. The company also revealed a K-car called the Super Height K-Wagon Concept. It was designed for passenger space, and the company claims it has the largest rear door opening and backseat legroom in its class. Mitsubishi will release a production version in Japan by the end of next March. And finally, here's a vehicle you're not going to see on sale. The Lexus LF30 electrified concept. But like the Nissan Ariya concept, we're likely to see elements of the LF30 in a future generation of electrified vehicles. The interior seems to split in two, with the driver and passenger having their own little area focused on them. Lexus also uses gesture control to command functions and augmented reality to provide information to the driver. Performance for the LF30 would be quite impressive as well because it features four in-wheel electric motors, a 110 kilowatt hour battery pack that returns about 500 kilometers of WLTP range, or, and we did the 1.121, that's about 277 miles of EPA range, and it will go from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.8 seconds. Hey, you're not going to want to miss AutoLine After Hours tomorrow. We've got the author Ted West here to talk about his book Closing Speed, which is a fictionalized account of the 1970 World Manufacturers Championship. And the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo will be back in the house. The show goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website or our YouTube channel. And anyway, that brings us to the end of today's report. Thank you for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day.